Today's conversation is about why everyone needs to create videos, videos, and more videos. If you're a solopreneur, realtor, or creator working to grow your business brand and reputation and trying to figure out how to market yourself and be known, well, this episode is for you. In today's episode, Sean and I will talk about building relationships through video. And yes, we do find it a little ironic if you are listening to this episode in a podcast format, but hey, no one's perfect, but you should know we do have a YouTube accompaniment to these podcasts. But today we will chat about how to get started, where to begin, and the one thing you can do today to get you to the next level. With that, let's get into it. The Realtor 180 podcast, where valuable conversations and industry experts collide. Let's dive in and transform your business today. How are you today? <laughs> I am fantastic. <laughs> What's up with that intro? Fantastic. Great. Mm. I think we're getting a little punchy. Too much coffee or not enough. I don't know. I don't know. I'm tired. What's up? What's good in your world? What's happening? I've wrapped up some projects and I'm gearing up to start some new projects that I cannot talk about yet. Ah. Yeah. A lot of my things are NDA. I don't know. Well, that stinks for us. Or you. Cannot disclose. I am sorry. Well, I do know that you're actually going to be teaching very soon at Stanford. Yeah, I'm which starting is a winter quarter course. Yep. What's the course? iPhone filmmaking. Oh, oh fascinating. Wow, look at that. Look at that. that uh, well, that seems fitting. Oh, look at that. <laughs> what is the course that, like, what's, what are you going to cover in that session? It's basically teaching you how to shoot, edit, produce your own videos. It's fascinating because it's so needed for so many industries. Yes. And we'll be obviously Absolutely. talking about that today. But I'm, mm -hmm. I'm curious with Stanford, who, like, who's taking it like what's the profile of the student yeah so when I first started teaching it I looked up who and I mentioned this in our last episode I was so surprised by who's taking it and it now even more so now you know I've been teaching this for several 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 years and I've kind of changed the format and um, based on who I know is taking the course I've yeah. kind of reformatted it so it gives them really what they need but the folks that tend to take this class are a lot of entrepreneurs. So CEOs, um, marketing, you know, founders, folks that need to market themselves and their business, or they need to communicate their story and they, they yeah. need to do it on a consistent basis. They're the ones that are taking this course. It's so fascinating because as, as people know, I'm a realtor and there's, it's interesting because there's many different layers of stories that are all happening simultaneously. Yeah. Like there's the company level story. Like yeah. what's the story the company's telling? Right. But then what's the story the CEO's telling? Right. And right. what's the story of the front line? And all those fit into a much bigger story yeah. of of who they are as a as a brand. I think we all know video is kind of something that can be used in multiple ways. Yeah. You know, at the heart of it though, it's communicating an idea and it's communicating a message. And more so now we are communicating by video. Yeah. It's no longer the newspaper. It's no longer the Instagram image. A lot of things now are communicated via video. And you're right. If you kind of back up and look at just how, 
how media has evolved. It started yeah. from newspaper and print, which right. was, it was just very dry in yeah. terms of material. And then future forward with the, the introduction of, of technology, yeah. we, we went to video like TV was a big uptick in the fifties, right. sixties moving on forward. Yeah. And then we went back to like blogging texts and yeah. then video, they were able to kind of figure out the streaming piece and yeah, then video upticked, but kind of in between the two images really had a huge like Pinterest and Instagram yeah, had yeah. a big scene. Absolutely. But, but now I, I feel like we're going to the oh, masses yeah. video and video is so incredibly important because, yes. you know, when you read something, you don't pick up sarcasm or you don't pick up tones and you don't pick up like yeah. humor and you can't. Like, you can't see how somebody carries themselves. You can't see how, somebody, how someone speaks. And it's true. It, the written word is very different from watching a video. Interestingly enough, and with our time, is most places during the pandemic, people are wearing masks. And, oh my gosh, and, yes. And with realtors, I remember when the masks were first becoming a thing, yeah. realtors were having like side conversations and they were saying, it's so hard to read my clients Yeah, because, because can't I see can't it. see their face. Yeah. And that's a very important thing is to be able to read people. And the only way to read someone yeah. is if you see them, their full face, right? Yeah. Um, I actually heard the same thing about, you know, in court right now, when people appear in court, they had to wear a mask, obviously, but they need to be able to see, um, witnesses faces the mouths so it had to be clear so you can see the expression that they're making fascinating and that is really really important i think it, it so let's take it something outside of business yeah. and to just drive in the point of how important seeing somebody is yeah. online dating come on who hasn't <laughs> done online dating wow that was out of left field <laughs> okay come on okay i've done many flop first dates but let's just say <laughs> <laughs> people's photos aren't necessarily what, what they look like in person. And I, I argue yeah. that, you know what? If I had seen a video of this person, even for just one minute yeah. and just heard how they talked and how they carry themselves, I would immediately know whether there's a really a potential match or not. That's a really great point. <laughs> right now, I'm actually looking to hire somebody and I'm receiving resumes. And Ugh. written word on paper is very different than having a dynamic conversation. Absolutely. Especially when written word, it could have, they could have taken days, months, years to craft the perfect sentence. Right. I don't know. I know. But <laughs> in a spontaneous conversation, you can pick up so many yeah. more subtle nuances. And, and to go to, to, to marry this to business is it's so important to, uh, to hear, yeah. you know, when you hear, when you hear and you see somebody and know kind of like how they are, you, know, you and I joke around, everyone kind of probably, if you've watched a few of our episodes, you can probably tell I'm somebody that's kind of easygoing, you know, am I somebody that you want to work with or not? Do you know what I mean? Like you yeah. get a sense of who that person is when you see them on video. I agree. It's the last threshold before meeting somebody in person. Absolutely. It's yeah. the closest to the reality yeah. that you're As ever you going to have, unless it's scripted, like they're actors or something of that nature. Sure. But even with actors, we have oddly in psychology, there's actually a term for it. I don't remember what it's called, but it's when the the viewers yeah. build a relationship 
that's oh, yeah. one-sided with people they've never met. Yeah, I know. Which like is people fascinating. think they know you. Yeah, which yeah. I actually find <laughs> when when I talk to like somebody recently, somebody yeah. was watching these videos and we were um, invited to go and give a talk on their podcast. Right, right. And then when the person meets you and they're like, oh, I feel like I already know you. Like, right, that's, exactly. It's such an honor because they. I can't tell you enough. Yeah. There's already been a relationship that's built and established. I absolutely agree. And I, I mentioned this before. My, the, my teaching at Stanford, yeah. you know, typically to get a job at Stanford, I'd imagine there's some kind of, because <laughs> I didn't go through the traditional route, yeah. there's some kind of application to be an instructor and then some kind of um, interview, I would imagine, right? Of like, okay. Can why? I just pull, call out the irony here that you, you went to Berkeley and Stanford's kind of like, it's like the rival school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I feel like such a traitor every time I go on the Stanford campus. (laughs) You're like sneaking (laughs) in. I'm a Cal alum. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Well, that just tells you who teaches at Stanford Cal alums. Uh, That's funny. (laughs) Okay. No, sorry. My competitive school alumni thing kicking in there. That's so funny. Because they saw me on video yeah. teaching it and doing the thing that they wanted their teachers to do somebody they want to hire. It was slam dunk. Like, Hey, yeah, they basically <laughs> already interviewed you they without you interview. even knowing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had no pressure, but they were already interviewing you. They were vetting you through yeah, your Yeah, they were already, without me knowing, they were already, already watching a video. They're like, okay, she'll do. So let me ask you this. This is probably the burning question that a lot of people are curious of is like, they want to do it. They want to take the step, but they're mm-hmm. not like, what's, in your opinion, in your ex- expertise, like what is stopping people from just doing this? Like what's the stick? I point? think people over, over inflate what it needs to be. I think people think it's going to be this huge production. Mm-hmm. I'm going to either hire, I have to hire a whole team and it's going to take days and weeks for me to produce one video. That's good. And then I, it's, it, they overwhelm themselves with the process and what they think the process is. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I have to say, sure, maybe 10 years ago, it was harder. 20 years ago, maybe it was hard. It was. And, and, and 20 years ago, it was, it was a huge production. You know, the iPhone wasn't around. Like you you couldn't just use your smartphone. You actually had, had to hire someone. It was hard to gain the knowledge. Yeah. To, to make a video or to, you know, film something, you had to go to an actual school. Yeah. So because of technology these days, you've got your smartphone and the accessibility to the basic information you need to know in order to create a video is right at your fingertips. You just got to search who's, who teaches, you know, basics of filmmaking and that's it. That's all you need. You need your smartphone and you need a little bit of knowledge on how to do it. And that's not going to take you years. That's just going to a couple hours of watching a few videos and how to do it. Then you've got the basics. That's all you need. That is literally all you need. And that's the one thing that just holds people up is, I don't want to say fear, but like the intimidation of just. The process. Yeah, the process. And I know, you know, I know a few people who are like, oh, yeah, but I I don't know what, you know, what do I do with it? The whole, and I think you've pressed record on your phone and you've uploaded it to Instagram. Sure. You know, it can be as basic as that, but I do encourage my students to take my course that I, that I, I, that I offer that you do want to stand out from the rest. Cause nowadays everybody is doing video, 
So what prevents people from going forward and making their own videos is that they overwhelm themselves with the process. So they think it has to be this huge production. And maybe that was the case 20 years ago, <laughs> because 20 years ago, we didn't have smartphones and we didn't have online learning. It wasn't a thing. That's true. You know, and you had to go to school to learn how to do it. So yeah, but it's 20, the 2020, 2021 now, and we have those things. And if you have ever filmed yourself an Instagram story and, you know, hit rec and publish, there you go. You made a video and it's, it's not that complicated. And so if you can do that, you can do the next step, which is what I encourage my students to do mm -hmm. because everybody is creating videos is you do want to kind of stand out a little bit over the rest because everybody does the talking head, yeah, you know, and you're going to look like everybody else. And the whole point of your marketing is you, you want to stand out, right? And I think there's a subtle nuance there too. The subtle nuance is it's relationship marketing. It's not... It's not sales marketing, meaning right. you're not trying to hit them over the head to, to buy yeah. like as a realtor. Like it's not about like buying this specific house, but maybe it's just showcasing your expertise about the neighborhood yeah. or about the specific type of faucet that's in this house and why yeah. it's so awesome. Right, right. And, 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 and it's, it's about like the little pieces, which yeah. ultimately showcases your personality, right. which ultimately gets people to to know you, like you, and trust you. Yeah, which that's is basically the, what you're doing. That's really the core of it. Yeah, and I think what is overwhelming is we do know we can't just make one video and then, okay, that's it. Like, that's the thing that's going to get all of my clients. It's we. It's just like keeping a, up a relationship. You have to constantly appear yeah. in front of your potential clients or your current clients so that they remember you and that you are building that relationship along the way. Well, it's funny that you brought up dating. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like trying to date five people simultaneously. Oh, is that right? You know, hear me out. Hear me out. Has, and who does that? No, no, but hear me out. If you're trying to, to build five relationships simultaneously, it's exhausting and daunting. I want to know. So hold on. It, but if you're... <laughs> But if you're trying to build the relationships on five different social platforms, it's going to be it's, hard. it's going to be equally as daunting and exhausting. That's a good point. So it's like a good relationship if you just pick the one avenue and nurture it and nurture it and really focus. Don't try to like do the shotgun approach of of trying to to yeah, to hit I, too many. Yeah. And I see this with realtors is we try to hit way 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 mm. too many platforms. Yeah. And, and like right now, my Instagram, it's laughable because I, that's not where that's I put not my, focus. it's not my focus. It's, and it's, it's fine. Like I decided to put my energy into LinkedIn and I actually found that connecting with other realtors, financial advisors, attorneys. That is the best place. Yeah. That's the best place because that's where the other professionals go to hang out. Absolutely. And that generates leads on a, on a bigger scale for me. So that's where I yeah. decided to spend my time. For example, for me too, unless you're Gary Vaynerchuk and you've got a whole media group that can post on all of the platforms for you. Oh my God. Simultaneously. <laughs> simultaneously. Multiple times a day. Right. Multiple times a day. Oh my gosh. You do have to pick a platform. So for me, LinkedIn doesn't make any sense. For me, YouTube makes sense mm -hmm. because it's where people Google or type in like, how do you blah, 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 you know, and that's where people go for gear recommendations, you know, that's where, and for technology, that's where people go. They go to YouTube. They don't yeah. go to Instagram for that. Okay. And I would venture a guess 
to say that most beginners getting into something, they're going to want to know, hey, Ciela, what gear do I need? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you get that question? Oh, that's the first thing I'm asked. All really? Yeah, yeah, all the time. And then even, um, so bring, bringing back my Stanford course, but I just kind of, you know what, let's just get that out of the way. Let's, I'll be the first thing I talk about because I know that's what everybody's going to ask. And so I kind of have a handout. Uh, like, oh, you do? I do. And I do have a handout like for every, anybody else that might want it. of The gear I recommend and I personally use, like I don't put anything on there that I have not used. Oh, that's huge. So like my favorite gear. So I hand that out to my students. Okay, wait, it, well, hold on, hold on. Where's said list? Oh, okay. So it's a downloadable, it's like an eight page, just like mics and tripods, like what I recommend for iPhone filmmaking. Yeah. You can go to my website, thestoriographist.com. It's in oh, the show notes. Cool. Is this free? Are you like duping us right now? No, no, no. It's free. It's totally free. And right? I do update I, that's, it because that's super gear, cool. gear changes. No, I've seen you do um, different reviews. And yeah, then as when you- I find something better, then it's like, oh yeah, I'll dump the one that's not as good. And I'll just, I only recommend the really good ones. That's really cool. And I like my gear. <laughs> nice. So out of curiosity, if, if let's say I'm just going to, because it's my lane, but let's say I'm a realtor, like what's, how many pieces of gear, just like account, like well, how many, how much stuff do I actually need to get started here? That's the other thing that people overwhelm themselves with because they think they need all of this gear. But really one thing is you need a mic. Mm. I think people forget that audio matters. Like it's so quality true. of audio. That's why we have good mics right here. Because if someone is like, like totally oh popping on that, Do you know like, how many of those I've, I've just, I click on and I'm like, Oh, um, I don't care I how listen. good the content <laughs> is. I'm listen. out. Like I just, right, I'm done. I click right. off it. I actually downloaded an audio book that had wonky quality. Really? And I was like, no. I was I, like, no. <laughs> I can't do it. No so, way, man. Like. Did you just read my, the book? <laughs> it's funny. I think we've talked about this before, but I do audio books because yeah. I can do them when I'm driving. That's true. And I'm yeah. in my car a ton. Right, so right, I can. Right. I can listen to them at 2x and oh and that's just, right yeah that is hammer the through audiobooks. a bunch of books right, so right. my goal right now for the for the year is to do uh, one audiobook every two weeks oh that's awesome so that's doable 20 yeah. 24 at 2x yes yeah, 24 in a year do you sometimes there's 3x I wish I could just 2x <laughs> people in real life oh my god so do I <laughs> like, oh my gosh I'm like can we just like speed this up like I don't need to know all of this <laughs> You know what I do? Oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't say it. But like there are sometimes I'm part of these different groups and uh, we have, you know, Zoom meetings and then <laughs> Zoom meetings are recorded. So a lot of times if it's if I don't really need to be there, I just need to like digest the information. I need to consume the information, not necessarily participate. Yeah. I won't show up, but <laughs> I will watch the Zoom meeting after the fact, after the fact, because I know it's, it's just going to be rather than taking a whole hour. I two exit and it only took half hour of my time. I don't remember where I heard this, but they're like, what's the one thing outside of the pandemic that you wish stays around? And they're like, the mute button. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, okay, so we digress. Let's get back, Let's to, get back into, to video. Oh, yeah, we're talking about gear so, and audio. Yeah, so the gear, honestly, you just need a mic and something to hold your phone up. Oh, is that simple? It's not simple. For real? For real. That's is it. it really that simple? It is really that simple. The hardest part is not the gear. It is the content. Ooh. I found that after doing my video a day for a whole year, it's not the filming. It's not the editing. So let me ask you this. And to get everybody up to speed is you spent one year 
Yeah. Like 365 days creating a 66, video. 366 days. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, oh, what's leave yes. here? My bad. <laughs> okay. So you spent that extra day yeah. um, creating these videos. Yeah. And I know that you have a very rather robust experience in doing all of this, but what was your big, like, what was your takeaway after you did it for a year? Like, what was like the one thing you're like, dude, I really excel now in this. Like, what Oh, was that the... I personally excel at. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the storytelling. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think the, the, I know like the video that where I actually tell a story and I didn't do it for all the videos cause that was just a lot of effort. Yeah. But the ones where I did tell a story th- that did really well. And I, I feel like I, I do that better now. Because I went through the practice of making a video a day. I like the way that you framed that. It's you practiced for a year. Like that's it was practice, yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. The work. Yeah, we talked about doing the work in the last episode. Yeah. And to me that was that was practice, the video a day. It was just kind of just, you know, that those were my drills. You know, if I were a basketball player. That's a great way to look at it, actually. So just out of curiosity, the bulk of your videos, what's like the average duration? Well, it was on Instagram. So everything I tried so to short keep, form, totally short form, short totally form. short. You know what? That's all you need too. And I think people overwhelm themselves thinking I have to do this. Like I have to do an outline. I have to do, you know, like five minutes and then I have to edit the five minutes. No, 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 no. Honestly, like you can say a lot in short one minute videos. And then if you just do that often enough, like yeah. once a week, and then your audience sees you, your potential clients see you. And what also happens is not only do those that follow you see you, but they share, they share your videos. And then that's how you reach more people without mm. you doing more work. So and I, that's where the geometric growth correct. genuinely yeah. comes in. And we talked about it in the previous episode where yeah. somebody from CBS saw one of your videos and then that, right, right. that parlayed into another thing, which then parlayed into another. And it's, it, it yeah. starts to morph and grow your, yeah. your business and your relationships. Yeah, ultimately. And you don't need like super overly produced videos. And in fact, some of the videos that I made were super raw. Um, and those connected really well with people and it was less than a minute. And I would actually say, because I, I just, I saw you do this whole process process, but the ones that were niche specific. Yes. Actually did it. They way outperformed Absolutely. everything else. Absolutely. There was one video that I did showing how I do something, yeah. um, how I edit. And that one was saved by the most people by far. And I was like, Ooh. Oh, interesting. Which, so that one was saved the most, which one had the most views? The one most views was the one was storytelling. So I had gone to this sneaker shop and I told the story of, it was less than a minute, you know, and I was able to tell a whole story about the sneaker culture mm-hmm. and the significance of this sneaker store and why it was important and why all these shoes on the wall were, were impressive. That's super cool. Well, I actually have Melissa tag that in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, so if somebody wants that. to yep. see it. Yep. But but the point of that is it was niche specific. So if you're, let's say, um, a financial advisor and you're giving like very niche specific for yeah. your industry. Absolutely. That's incredibly important. It and is. then they're building a relationship yeah, with you. Yeah, and it's showing people you know your stuff, you know? Yeah. And at the same time, you're providing value. 
And that's what I encourage people to do is don't just make a video about your day and what you had for lunch. And, you know, like, unless you're someone famous like Ryan Gosling, and I will absolutely devour those videos. But if you're not like <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Interesting. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> but if you're not quite anyone like Ryan Gosling, or you know, then you, more most likely people will watch the ones where you're providing information and value mm. that is incredibly helpful thank you thanks for sharing that yeah. I, I you know i know this is a different format than we normally do but i feel like that being able for us as solopreneurs to tell our narrative to tell yeah. our story and to share with so our important. communities is it's so incredibly important because at the end of the day you're not going to do business with nobody like you you need like if, yeah <laughs> you need all the people around you to support it yeah to support absolutely. you yeah and i think folks that are watching this episode on youtube you can see i mean it, what if you just read our words rather than watched us say them that's a completely different effect right and i know you also have a video on your website about you and who you are so i think it's yeah thank you thank yeah. you for making that yeah for me. anytime <laughs> <laughs> but you know i think it's incredibly important and i think don't put too much pressure on yourself to create something huge the most important yeah. thing is showing up consistently and doing it well enough um, and providing value to those that are watching you. I agree. I would also just stack on that. It's you don't need anything fancy to get started. No, not like, at all. Just just get started. Just do it. Absolutely. On that note. On that note. Thanks for joining CLO. I yes. always enjoy our conversations. Yes, and if and if one. you guys out there found value in this, please hit the subscribe button and feel free to share it with somebody you feel would receive equal value. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Realtor 180, where industry experts elevate your business. Be sure to subscribe and share this episode with a friend. Until next time, keep thriving.